How's it going, Simple Lifestyle listeners? This is your host, Carlos Rivera. And today, I'm with one of my most anticipated hosts. We've been trying to get this interview for maybe about a month. You know, we've had a different change of plans here and there. But, hey, you know, it's finals. It was like during the finals time, and now we just finished classes. So it's a good time here. But I am uh, I brought here today my friend Prince Will. I met him in Seven Lakes. We were went to high school together. And uh, he has a lot of great things to talk about today. I'm going to give you a little bit of more of his background, but... Prince Will, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thank you, bro. It's been a, <laughs> it's been hard to get us in here, but we're here, you know. Yeah, no, I'm excited, man. It's it's a, it's been um yeah, it's been like a month, but we're trying to do this. But I'm glad that we finally did. Anything is possible. You gotta persist. You gotta Kevin keep persistent. <laughs> That's like the beauty of of podcasts, you know. Some you never not really gonna get the first time. Sometimes things happen mm-hmm. for you know whatever reason, but you know all that stuff. Yeah. So first things first, man. You're you're doing a lot of great things here at, at Texas A and M. You recently got two amazing awards, which I want to first congratulate you about. Thank you, man. First, uh, the Barack Obama Leadership Award, correct? Yeah. And the uh, next one was the, the Tamu Person of the Year Award, right? Yes, sir. That That's really amazing, man. How, how does it feel? Like, what, what do these awards mean to you personally? Okay. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Honestly, it was really humbling to be, like, given those awards, man. And I even, like, as I was, like, rolling up to the ceremony and, like, days before when I knew that I was nominated and stuff like that, it was, I was kind of in a place of like, okay, like, it'd be cool to win, like, something like this. But I was like, even if I won, I would never be, like, satisfied with just that. Like, and even if I won every single award on the face of the earth, I probably wouldn't be satisfied either. But I actually took some time to just sit and, like, think as to, like, why I care about the things that I care about. Like, what do these awards signify? For me, they signify, like, like, a purpose that because coming into college like I didn't really like really know honestly who I was so I would like do whatever I wanted to do just do whatever I wanted to did and then it came a day where like I finally like realized that I was like feeling empty you know and so on like another note like that's like that became like the beginning of my relationship with Christ right and I started to like live for Christ live for things above myself live for like Jesus and accept him into my life and from that moment, like, a lot of things started, like, falling into place in my mind. And, like, he would, like, give me things that he wanted me to follow. And, like, I started, like, living a more purposeful life. And I learned from that place that, yes, like, there was a day that, like, I, like, decided to, like, live a purposeful life. But these things were always inside of me. They were just waiting for, like, the time that they could be used correctly. Like, they can always be used. Like, if you have a gift or if you have, like... um like a good tool. A good tool can be used for bad reasons. Mm-hmm. But it was about time that like good things that were inside of me were used for good reasons. And I began to like like love well, like serve well. And I really never really like looked at these awards as like something that was like confirming me in these things, but it was more like an encouragement that like when I'm tired, when I feel like, you know, um things aren't worth it, when I feel like I'm sacrificing too much that these things actually matter and like people like can be touched by us living our lives well. You know, like with the leadership award, it's like leadership is about servanthood. Servanthood is something that is is well worth it, no matter how you do it, no matter what you feel, and no matter who says thank you to you. It doesn't matter if people say thank you for doing this for me, or it doesn't matter if people like appreciate you. It's that you're gonna serve and you're gonna love when like it's hard, you know, like when you don't feel like serving. And then with, like, the Person of the Year Award, I really was, like, I was, like, you know, I don't really know what this means. Like, I'm, like, okay, <laughs> Person of the Year, like, that's cool. Like, it sounds it sounds dope. But at the same time, it's, like, it's honorable and it's encouraging because to know that my peers, like, like see me and, like, appreciate me. 
like it's there's nothing wrong with like accepting appreciation and feeling like okay appreciation is good you know so yeah man those those, those awards really like humbled me and kind of put like purpose and perspective for me and I, i'm excited to like come back next year and like be on this campus with the same people the same like well-minded people in the black community and in every community and like really like let God use me on this campus because it's not about me at the end of the day. Like everything I do, I was telling you before this, like it's not about me. Like things can't be about me. If they're about me, then I'm doing something wrong and I'm going to be empty at the end of the day. But if I'm doing things for like above, if I'm doing things for the sake of people feeling like they're loved and people feeling like they matter and like freeing freedom and like things that actually matter, not just like, okay, I'm doing this for the sake of Prince Will. Like, Prince was going to do this for the sake of Prince. Like, that's useless. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that's kind of, like, my heart behind that and how, like, that really, like, helped me to see what God was doing. So, yeah. That's incredible, man. Um, honestly, it's—I know it's been a very humbling experience for you. You've gone—you've you, been awarded in many different ways, and you personally have, have, have seen the light through everything, you know? Um, that's a perspective that many people don't see, you know, until later in their lifetime where they— start admiring, you know, wow, like I'm doing this not just for myself. I'm doing this for other people. I'm doing this yeah. for way beyond yourself, which is a really incredible, incredible mindset to have. Mm. In your own words, what is what is service to you? Yeah. So I would say that service is anything that is done out of a heart of love. You know, like service doesn't always look like, you know, community service. It doesn't look like picking up trash off the street or, um, you know, uh I'm going to bake this person a cake, you know. Service to me looks like having the right heart with things and like being beyond yourself. Like like this interview can be service, you know. Like if if I didn't feel like walking into this room and doing this interview, but I did it anyways and I did it because like I care about Carlos or I care about the people who would like listen to this podcast, that's service. You know, if Barack Obama or um George Bush or um Literally, one of our professors does something out of a heart of love. You know, if they if they teach, regardless of if they're getting paid or not, if they teach well and they do what, like, they're given well out of a heart of love, then that's service to me. So I feel like service is something that is not about the self but about, like, the other person, about things that go beyond, like, our flesh, that go beyond, like, ourselves, you know? Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. It's It's incredible. That's why I always admire so much the work that, that you know professors and teachers do yeah man. it's always about teaching the students it's amazing how much a professor or teacher can have an influence in your life oh what you know? like there's no way there's no way that professors and teachers could run on the gas of just getting paid you know yeah. like a college professor you like literally then there you get like easily 50 emails about can i bump my grade up there's no way that you can have the energy to do these things if it was just about money. Yeah, no. Absolutely, absolutely no not. You know? No. Especially Texas ain't that, bro. This, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> mm, no way, man. I don't know if you um, if you had this teacher in in high school. Remember Miss uh, Miss Stoffer? Stoffer. She yes. English? English. I I, I, hadn't, I didn't have her, but I heard about her. Okay, so recently I saw a post that she she posted about she she like forwarded a, a message that another teacher had tried. And saying basically, you know, reaching out to her past students, mm -hmm. you know, tell me how you're doing, where update me in your life, and where, uh, yeah, what what are your goals right now in your life, and what have you been up to, what are your accomplishments, and you see, you know, like dozens and dozens of 
of her past students just saying, you know, thank you so much for what you've done. This is what I'm doing now, doing great things, this, this, and that. Like, that is an extremely humbling yeah. experience, you know? And, like, of course, her, her, she's not looking forward to that moment of, you know, seeing her students 10 years from now. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 that's what she, that's what she looks forward to. But mm-hmm. in the moment when she's teaching, she's doing it because she loves it. The, yeah. you know, any teacher does Absolutely. it because they love it because they know they can leave an impact in the students. Yeah. You know? And it's really like, it's really interesting because at the ceremony, um, there was a woman who speaks, who spoke, um, like to get things started. She was a teacher and she told all everybody who was in education to stand up in the room and anybody who was pursuing like a teaching degree or education degree stand up in the room. And you saw like there was I believe like six six women and like two men or one or two men. And it's extremely um interesting to see that because teachers have so much power as to where we end up in life. Like if someone doesn't teach well, if someone doesn't educate well, then the world probably just lost like a leader. The world probably just lost someone that would be useful in society. Like if 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 you talk down on a kid in kindergarten, he's going to remember that probably for the rest of his life. If you tell a kid that he's not going to be able to do something in early stages in first grade and pre-K in those like those beginning stages, mm-hmm. that could literally change the course of their life. Like there's so much weight with education and also I don't know, I, as I'm saying this, <laughs> I'm thinking about barbers, bro. Like people in barbershops your barbers, they have a lot of power too. Like if a barber messes up your edge up, that could be the difference between you getting an interview and getting a wife, bro. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> like it's so interesting to see how, and the, all these things are service, you know? Yeah. Like you're, you're, yes, you may be getting paid. Yes, you may like get like gain from it. But this is service because there's, there comes points like as humans where money does not, cannot fulfill us, you know? Like money can only do so much. Like it can, it can, it can be like, okay, like bet I got paid for this. But, the, like, a barber who gets, like, so-and-so many people coming into his shop a day, there ain't no way that he's going to be just running off of that, you know? Like, he has yeah. to care about his shop. He has to have passion behind what he's doing. He has to, like, get to know some of the people that walk into his store. Or else they're not going to tip him, you know? Like, they're not going to tip him. They're not going to care about his shop. They're not going to tell their homeboys about his shop, like, if they don't care about, like, Ed or Fred, whoever's running the barber shop. Like, yeah. it's it's really interesting how, like, this world can like be about so many things, but at the end of the day, we're just people. Like we're just people here who like are just living life and honestly living for each other. Because when we live for ourselves, like if everybody lived for themselves, what would we be like? We wouldn't be anywhere. In this room that we're sitting in, like someone paid for this. Someone donated to the university. Someone someone paid for this. Someone like had this idea. Someone came up with the idea to like make a microphone. Like they didn't come up with the idea to make a microphone because they're just trying to like I make mean, money. Like yeah, yeah, sure they could be like just to make money, but there was like there was curiosity, there was inquisitiveness, there was I want to make this to make someone's life easier. Like in all innovation, it's like I'm doing this for another person. A That's interesting, purpose. bro. Yeah, and I I think it's a lot about being present too. Yeah, you know all these people who. Everyone who is serving during whatever point in their life, because everyone's always serving at one point, mm-hmm. you know, in one one in different shapes and, and forms. But it's about being present, you know, about being in the moment. And it's not a. It depends, you know. A lot of times, people can be in different moods. You know, something can happen in in their lives, and their moods can shift completely. But you know, they, they let's say they have to get a task done, like you know, cut someone's hair. 
you, they, they might not be in the best mood that day, but they have to get that job done. Yeah. And they know that if their personal life affects how they perform in their job, mm-hmm. then that could affect the other person's life too and cause a ripple effect. Yeah. And you it, know? it's like, it's about the other, but it's also like, because when you said that, it made me think of like, okay, let's say a barber like doesn't really want to cut this day. And he gets like four guys walking to his shop. He's like, damn, I don't want to cut this fourth guy. I'm so tired. But even if he thought about the money, like money's just a tool, you know? Like in him thinking about, damn, I got to get this last cut to get this last buck. It's like, okay, bet, bro. Like I see you. But he's saying that because he probably has things he needs to take care of in his life. And if he doesn't provide for himself, if he doesn't feed himself, then, like, he can't keep cutting. He can't keep giving these guys cuts that literally alter, like, their destiny in life. He yeah. can't pay for his son who, like, wants to do, like, basketball that will probably add to his character later on in life and his son's children, you know? Because mm-hmm. in everything we do, we are learning. You know, like, we're learning. Like, me and you, we're learning right now, and we're becoming better people. But we're never going to become the best person. Like, we're always going to, like, fall short. We're always going to, like, make mistakes. But in the same breath, it's like we are capable of so much good, you know? Yeah. Oh, I agree. There's – everyone has a potential. You know, it's like yeah. – it's, it's, it's like it just gets to a point where different things in life line up for that potential to be released, mm-hmm. unleashed, you know? And which is something I've seen recently in your life. You know, a lot of things have lined up for you and you've come to different conclusions and you've – discover different things about yourself that, you know, were deep inside, but now they're a lot more clear and you have a clear vision of who you are and who yeah. you want to be and the impact you want to, you know, create bro. But in this world. It's even crazy because it's like you say that, but in my own head, I'm like, bro, this guy has no idea. Like, my vision for my <laughs> life is not really that clear. Like, it's 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 clearer, but it's not like I know what I'm going to do in the next 10 years. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't like even the next three years. It's like okay, I graduate college. Yeah, hopefully get a job. Yeah, it's cool. But I really don't have that much vision. But it's like trusting in things that are beyond me. Trusting in like that, like God has like a plan in everything He's doing, and that the faithfulness that He's shown in the past will like continue on to the future. Is really like the only reason why I keep pushing, you know, and like that's like the only reason that why like I say like anybody should keep pushing is because you have to trust that things like are not always going to be up to you or like not in your control, not in your hands. Yeah, man. It's beyond beyond us, man. It's beyond us. I agree. Far, far away in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, man. Recently, I've I've kept up with what you've been doing. You know, we haven't we we haven't caught uh, we haven't like you know caught up on on what we're doing in our lives recently. But I'm glad we're finally getting to it. And I know I ran into you a couple a couple months ago at a hackathon. Yeah. And that's like right early in the stages of the the startup you you began working on, right? Yeah. And. So, okay, remind me how to pronounce it correctly again. Saspra. Saspra. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you you started this 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 app, right? This this me, company. Yeah, me and a couple. Of yeah, yeah. Friends. You're in and a couple of friends, yeah. right? So it's, is it three of you guys? Yeah, it started it. Yeah, it's three of us that like are like the executives, but like we have some other friends helping us out. But Gentil Abdullah, uh, he's the CEO, so he's like the head of it. He's like, he's like we respect his authority in that. And then there's myself. I like play the role of a CFO mm-hmm. and then there's Michael Jordan Michael it's funny when I say that Michael <laughs> Jordan that's his name and uh he's more like the COO he handles like operations so it's us three and yeah that's like the leadership crew and I know so you know for for those that don't know what it is right this this company you started what what, what would you say how would you describe what it is to someone who doesn't know yeah uh Saspra is is like the big entity like Saspra is like the big entity of like a blockchain um, company. Blockchain is basically, to put it in like simple terms, is when you look at like the internet right now, 
and you look at like institutions and government, a lot of these things are centralized in the way that there's like a central factor or a central like routing point that things have to go through. With the internet, your router is connected to a central point. Everything is meeting up in one place. What blockchain does is it makes it peer to peer. So if there's a network in this room with me, you, and that chair in the corner, it's like we're all connected to each other. We're not all connected to this like hole in the ground that makes us like all connected in the middle of us. It's like I'm connected to Carlos directly. I'm connected to the the useless chair <laughs> directly instead of being connected to like a hole in the middle of the ground that connects all of us. So we saw this being purposeful in the way that um, we'd have different like missions that we use SAS before. So first we call it something called the Lotus Protocol. The Lotus Protocol is a sexual assault reporting system that we are like we're making and we're coding for. We're having um we're having like projections of possibly fall 2018 now with like a lot of the things that we're seeing that we need to take care of with coding. So we're coding for that. We are like making like the base for that and um, potentially getting that rolling this year. Um, to the sexual assault reporting system, here's why we chose that. The reason why we chose blockchain for a sexual assault reporting system is because you've seen now, like on college campuses, this is a fact, 95% of sexual assault incidents on college campuses go unreported. That's ridiculous. Like there's, like that's, you're basically, that means 5% do. Like that's, that's, that's stupid. That's insane. That, yeah, that's insane. So, and the reason for that being is that a lot of institutions want to hide things or keep things under wraps for the sake of their like public relations, for the sake of all these type of things. That a lot of these incidents are not being reported also because people don't even trust the institutions. So we see like taking um, that away from the institutions and putting it back to the people is that we are like reowning like our dignity in that. That if a sister or a brother enters a situation where um, they have been hurt or like scarred by sexual assault, they can report that and that they can say, this is what happened to me in like a safe space that is available to everybody to make people aware of what's going on in their communities, you know? And also there's a lot of things that we need to take care of on the back end of like um, different issues that we can deal with, with giving so much power to like our people because like there can be like false reporting and all these type of things. So we are, we are covering, we're, we're covering all bases. So with this, it's something that needs to be like done well to where we are empowering people, empowering brothers and sisters to like open up about their hurt, open up about their stories and literally just tell their stories. Like this is basically like one big, big uh, notebook for people to speak on and to know that their voices are being heard, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but also with Saspra, potentially far in the future, we want to um, empower people in Africa. So we want to like potentially have like ground in African stock markets, and that could be besides um, Saspra. And but us as a leadership team have interest in doing that in our own lives and um, really empowering like the people of Africa, because like I have a huge like bro. There's not enough words for me to explain the much like how much like. I hold Africa dear to my heart and like the pain and the suffering that Africa's been through. I don't believe disqualifies it from a prosperous future. So yeah. And that's it's amazing because you have so much as that has brought you to this point, mm -hmm. you know? So much um experiences that you've gone through and all these things that have led to you the inspiration for all this to happen. You know, you guys are you guys are solving an, an incredibly big problem in our society today, you know, especially especially in college campuses. 
And so moving forward with this company, do you guys see the this expanding past college campuses? I know you, you mentioned yeah. in Africa, but then you know, past college campuses just to society in general. Is that like a vision you guys have for this? Or just... Yeah, but that's that That was the vision, honestly. Mm-hmm. But we want to start with college campuses. Like we want to start at a place where you see a lot of different types of people that will end up in different places in the world, you know. So we want to like ingrain this in our society and with institutions because a lot of sexual assault like incidents happen on college campuses because a lot of young people and a lot of like things like are happening that we don't really hear about. And these colleges and these like institutions don't like share these things. And like the statistic I told like earlier, that's strictly on college campuses. 95% like- That's insane. For, you know, like college campuses are places where there should be freedom of um, expression, like freedom of truth, freedom of uh, like all these things. And this shouldn't be hidden, you know? Like things that are happening, if Texas A&M, like, if Texas A&M were to, like, say that this is what's actually happening on our campus, yeah, sure, there'd be, like, a minute of, like, oh, dang, like, my campus is, like, it's it's hard out here. But there would come a time where we're, like, okay, like, thank God that Texas A&M is being, like, real with us and telling us what's actually happening. Because if you don't know what's happening, how are you going to fix it, you know? If, like, like, we can have as many campaigns as we want. But if people don't know the bare truth of what is happening on our college campuses, then they're not envisioned to fix the problem because they don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. If I think there's four rats in my house and there's really 500, I'm going to kill four, but there's like 500 more. Like that's I – I haven't fixed anything. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that analogy. Yeah, that's, that's actually a really interesting perspective. And I think that, that applies to many things, many – like college campuses, yes, but all around the world. You know, there's so many things and problems, situations that we're just not aware of yeah. that need to be solved. But, you know, we only know of just so many. The ones that are, you know, more more publicly reported or what the media shows us. You mm-hmm. know, but there's just so many things beyond that we have no idea of and that there are still, you know, in the shadows mm-hmm. that we haven't heard of. Right. So I think I think what you're doing here, man, is, is absolutely incredible. You, I think you guys honestly are doing things that are going to absolutely change the world, you know. I don't know how you see it. You might have a much more humbling perspective, but I think that something that this this thing that you guys are working on is actually something huge. It's going to be a, a massive impact in maybe yeah college campuses, but the world in general. But I mean, at this point, how do you? What's your? Now we're talking. We earlier mentioned after college. You know, you want to, yeah. uh, you know, hopefully get a job and all this. Mm. How how are you going to devote your time to this? Is that is that something you've thought yeah, about? I think I'm, about I'm sure that. you have. Um, I think it, it really depends on, like, how things play out. Like, in one universe, in one, like, scenario, it's like, okay, like, everything works out perfectly. Like, things are, like, off and running by the time I graduate or, like, a year after I graduate. Then I would obviously commit more time to it, you know. And I'm going to give the same, like, energy to it regardless of how things, like, are looking circumstance-wise. But it's, like, like logically, if things, like, if things call me to give a lot of my time to this, and if it can, like, sustain and provide for, like, people, you know, then I'm going to give time to it. But um, also, it's, like, for me personally, like, I'm probably going to be in the workforce after I graduate. So I have to, like, t- manage my time well, you know, and, like, make sacrifices for the things that matter and, like, prioritize things. So where Sashboro falls on that is, like, a high priority because it's, like, not only, like, something that's entrepreneurial, but it's also, like, 
it's it's service, you know, like just like even like going to work is, you know, or anything I do. So, yeah, I really can't answer that like specifically, but I can like give like a general like answer like this this is like a priority for me in my heart and depending on how things plays play out, it will become just as much as a priority. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And from what I've what I've seen here, you know, you you're very devoted to being being devoting yourself to servitude in your in your life. You know, and there's a lot of times that, you know, we have internal philosophies or core mm-hmm. core values that we that we take in our aspects of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever heard of a personal legend? Uh no, but like you just saying that, I'm like, okay, personal legend. Like, yeah. I can just something that together. you personally, you know, something you're you're aspiring something that is deep within you that that you carry with everywhere you know mm-hmm. some like your 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 one of your deepest core values mm-hmm. you know are there any is there what is your personal legend that you would say you know something that you you envision that you know i guess not be remembered for but something that you want to be we can start there something you want to be remembered for you yeah. know what's like your personal legend um yeah man i think um Something that I honestly want to be remembered for is just, like, being a servant. Like, honestly, like, someone – I want to be remembered as someone who's, like, not afraid to, like, get down and dirty, but also, like, you know, like, be there in other scenarios too. Like, I don't – like, in my head, like, leadership, like I always say, is, like, there's no difference between servanthood and leadership. Like, and I want, like, to make people feel loved. I want to make people feel known, like – it's a lot of things, and sometimes I kind of get my get, get in like a rut because it's like I have so many passions. And it's like where do all these things all these things meet? So yeah, man. Like I guess like I just want to be remembered for like like you know knowing knowing Christ and like serving well and like loving well. I feel like that's all that we should be remembered for because no matter what we do, like on this earth, we're serving. That's what that's how I see it. You know. No matter everything we do, it really doesn't matter because it's gonna kind of come a time where this everything's gonna pass. You know, like this is like there's no way that we're we're not gonna be here forever. Like first of all, and then everything that we see is not gonna be here forever. Like, there's gonna come a day when everything's gonna like come full circle, and it's like I want to be known as like a good and like faithful servant of like the things that I was given in my life, like to my father. You know, so yeah, man. If there's anything, that's it. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, man. I I I like that perspective. It's it's incredible how, you know, we have, we've only been here for, in this earth for like, what, 20 years? Bro. And in perspective to how long the earth has existed and how long it That's could exist. crazy. You know, there's just so much. I, it was this book I read called Principles by Ray Dalio. Mm-hmm. And there was an aspect of it, a little small section that talked about how basically we're, we're extremely insignificant, but also very significant mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's happening all at the same time. And it's 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 insane, you know. Like, okay, yes, maybe in the if you if you've seen a, a, a diagram or a, a comparison of, for example, the size of the Earth compared to other planets mm-hmm. in different galaxies, it's it's ridiculous. You know, we're 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 so tiny, bro. But at the same time, a lot of things that we do here can leave such an incredible impact. Yeah, it's like okay, this this man this made it sound like completely unrelated, bro. It's but okay. I was I was on social media one day and I saw this I follow this African news account and sometimes they per, they post African proverbs right and okay and <laughs> there was one African proverb that said mm, you you can pour like 
once you pour milk into a coffee cup or a tea cup, you can't remove it. I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty simple. And honestly, I didn't really know what it meant at that very moment. But the next day, I posted in one of the, the group chats, the African Student Association group chats on campus. And someone asked me what it means. And I'm like, honestly, I haven't even thought about that yet. But let me think. <laughs> and I kind of got to this conclusion that it was saying for me, and my interpretation of it was like, everything that we do echoes on into eternity, you know? Like in everything that we say to somebody or do for our brother and sister or do like anything we do, we can't take an action back necessarily. Like if I slap you across the face, you know, like I can't be like, dang, let me get that slap back, bro. Like I already did it. Everything I do, it's done, you know? But at the same time, it's like we can add like things to like if I slap you, I'll be like, dang, I'm sorry. That sorry is like some sugar in the tea, you know what I'm saying? But the the initial slap was, was like you still did it, you know? But you have yeah, a choice to forgive me or not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't take things back necessarily. But we can continue adding on. So, like, when you say, like, oh, we're so small, it's like, it's that's so true. And at the same time, everything that any human does is, like, added on to the earth. It's, like, added on to the atmosphere. It's added on to their to the perspectives of people around them. Like, if, if 10 people saw me, like, slap you, it's like, dang, they, 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 suddenly there's thoughts. And whatever they're thinking is going to be, like, acted out somehow in their lives. Like, dang, I don't want to—they'll be like, oh, I don't want to do that. Or, like, dang, I want to slap someone, too. Like, everything that we do adds on to the earth that we're living on. So It's a butterfly effect. Yeah, it's like, yeah, butterfly—yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like a butterfly butterfly effect. It's interesting, man. Like, we have—we carry so much weight— and the things and the power and the capabilities that we can do as humans. And, like, understanding that, like, is insane, bro. Like, it's interesting. And it's, you know, it's something that I think it should always be in discussion. You know, I think that we, we always got to be learning. We always got to be growing, leaving our impact on this earth, you know, being, serving others and just being the best people we can be. Yeah. You know, that's, that's how it all has to be. And, man, you're doing great things right now. And, I'm really glad you came on. You know, we've had um, had a great conversation, and I, I know a lot of this is going to bring a lot of value to many people. Yeah. But uh, any last words for uh, for everyone to leave them with? Yeah. Um, I guess I'd just say that, just not to be redundant, but, like, operating out of love is the best way to live your life. Like, even for me, like, there was times where I would operate out of fear, fear of, like, expectation, fear of um, disappointment, fear of, like, so many things. But, like, the day when I chose, like, operate out of love, like, I love this. I love, like, my people. I love, like, my brothers. I, like, operating out of love can get us so far. Like, if you love your school, then you're going to do things for your school. If you love um, your major, if you love your professors, regardless of if you like the class or not, you're going to put a little bit more effort in it because you care about your professor. You take, you take their time into consideration and you take their time seriously. You hold it with reverence. So I just say that, like, operating out of love is something that will never be not worth it. And it will never not lead to good things. So, yeah. Yeah, bro. I appreciate you for having me on here. Yeah, this man. It's really cool, bro. It's I, been an honor having you. like this, hey, man, I hope you get that studio in your house because we need this. Hey, we got to spit some bars in here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. I've been working on some music lately, so we'll put something together. Anything is possible, bro. Absolutely, man. It's all, it's all the mindset. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Principal, thank you so much again, man. It was an honor having you today. Appreciate you. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. This was the episode with my friend Prince Will. You're... Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so now, you know, we're going into summer now, and it's going to be... Uh, hopefully, you guys listen to my last episode about establishing a productive mentality going into summer. 
So let's make this happen. Let's have a great, uh, great rest of the the week, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Listen to my guys' episode, guys. <laughs>